you seek the key. But first, you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Pre-markets trying to get some traction as this early round of industrial Q4 earnings have either revenue or guidance on the light side. Procter, 3M, GE, of course, and Netflix reports tonight. Our roadmap begins with the market's historic run, including the Dow's first close above 38K. Speaking of the blue chips, 3M, J&J, Verizon, and Procter & Gamble are all leading today's earnings parade. We've got plenty of them. We're going to break down the winners and the losers. Also ahead, China is said to be weighing measures to prop up its sagging stock markets. If you haven't watched, the Shanghai Composite already down about 7% this year, but is rebounding a bit. Prop up. That why news. don't you just say take advantage of the bargains that are being offered by people who are selling? There you go. Why well, don't you get the PCR language? What do you come with? Some sort of like right-wing description? I'll make sure to check in with my communist handlers next time. <laughs> now you're talking, okay. Jack Ma. We're going to get to all the earnings movers in a moment. First, though, as Becky said, coming up this hour, actor, producer, entrepreneur Dwayne Johnson's with us, is set to ring the opening bell after being appointed to the board of WWE and UFC parent TKO. He'll join us live this hour along with TKO CEO Ari Emanuel. There's a lot of news in here, David. Uh, Netflix is a big part of it. That's the biggest part of it by, by far, and that's the reason the stock is up so dramatically at TKO this morning. That's also going to have an impact, as you might imagine, on Endeavor, uh, which owns, remember, a uh, majority stake in, uh, in TKO. But this Netflix deal, according to filings again, uh, over $5 billion over 10 years. That's a number, guys, that was in excess of what many investors were anticipating. And, of course, for Netflix, earnings of which we're, we're not far from getting, uh, it's an interesting move as well. Live, uh, live events, uh, which they have had very few of, but it certainly will raise the prospect yet again that well, are they going to get deeper into sports? You know, this sort of right. falls in between sports and entertainment. I mean, it's both, but will they get into live sports but, even more? Look, I, I know from talking to Strauss Selnick, who's got the video games for WWE, th this is huge. And he never accused me of being a snob because I don't go to Long Island where I see it. But it does remind me that the number of people who love this sport is so in excess of what Wall Street thinks it is that I've, I've conceded that I am uh, a bit of a, uh, a, a lacking in knowledge. I don't want to call myself a snob because he says, listen, let's go to a guy. It sounds like it's interesting, but there's, there, it's rabid. The people are rabid. But, yep, no, they have a, and the fan base is an interesting one, perhaps for Netflix as well. And again, Carl, uh, they, you know, it's outside the U.S. as well that there are a right. lot of rights that come along with this. So an interesting move from Netflix. And as we said, the dollar numbers do seem to be in excess of what had been anticipated for this renewal of Raw. Uh, we'll talk about what it means for entertainment, the cable bundle. Of course, Oscar noms are out this morning as well. Uh, but a bunch of earnings movers to get to today, including results from industrial giants 3M, RTX, 
GE, we got United in there too. Jim, what strikes you as the most interesting this morning? I actually thought the Procter & Gamble margins were incredible, and I've been waiting for this to happen. I'm waiting for the margin explosion, and we did get it. I mean, there. if you remember the previous call, they were talking about how the dollar is going to so offset the margin expansion that you wouldn't even notice it. Not true. Now, the other side is that, well, I don't know what happened to beauty. I mean, people just don't want to be beautiful anymore is what you look at it, but uh, they want to be beauty with using Elf because that does well. But I do think that the gross margins have been something I've been disappointed. Now we get six trade quarters of, of them beating the street. I think people are going to start noticing, you know what? Procter's really well run, and they're taking care of business. Uh, Mueller, of course, on Squawk this morning, said he just got back from China a couple weeks ago. Still not good. Where it is tough. Uh, yeah. China uh, down 15. I know, and I think that there are going to be people who say, well, I got to sell for that. But I think it's one of the most telegraphed Chinese doing badly story uh, that this is one. David, you know, how this is like a better than fear. I mean, there are a lot of people who feel they're going to blow it again. They're going to talk about margins being not that great. They're going to talk about Argentina. Find some. What they do is they try to find a country that's not doing well and mm-hmm. they emphasize it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? The Uruguay numbers, people are. It turns out they're not using Gillette. I mean, I, I have been critical of management here because they find that Kazakhstan has been a problem. And I'm, I'm tired of that. What? They had a uh, big IPO on Friday, Kazakhstan. Yes, they did. They did. Yeah. Yeah, I got a, Yeah, Borat covered the whole thing, I think. <laughs> uh, no, because they actually had a giant, and they had a, a they I, did. I'm just saying the Proctor seemed to be, at least in the interview with Squawk, finally getting a little more upbeat about the amazing business that they have. And it was getting upsetting to me. Uh, David Taylor would emphasize what was good. Mueller seems to emphasize what's bad, and I think he's got to flip that. Right? I mean, he just got to flip it. Well, he did say uh, price up for a volume flat. He said we're going to have to get some volume at some point. It's going to right. be part of the and, equation. You know, there was another instance where no one has volume, and he's got flat volume, and that's a big win versus, say, a ConAgra. But again, I mean, he is a, he is a glass half empty guy if I've ever seen one. And it's rather extraordinary. And I just think it's time, I usually don't say this, but it's time for, for him to get a pep talk. All right. A little pep talk there. Uh, let's talk. GE a little bit. Stocks will uh, be down a little bit. No, it is, but it was <laughs> down four. Like people, what were people doing? They're not speaking to Larry? I don't know, Jim. They're not they're, speaking to Larry. I, I, they're speaking I, to who are they speaking to? I don't know who they're speaking to. I don't either. Uh, the stock has had a, an immense run, as we pointed out many times. Larry Culp really hit his stride, let's call it a year and a half or so yeah. ago. Let's call it. Uh, and, uh, but now expectations seem to be a bit higher. And perhaps, you know, they came in. I think Q4 free cash flow came in in line. People may have been at, uh, anticipating a beat because that's been the way things have gone lately. Uh, and even the guidance sort of seems to be somewhat underwhelming for 24. So, Well, he's got to do the split off. Uh, the service revenue is what I look at. The service revenue is extraordinary. But near the problem is, David. What is the problem, Jim? Inflation. They still have inflation problems. I mean, I can't believe it. They still can't find the workers. They still can't get the materials. So, I mean, it's funny because when you speak to the management, one of the first things they say is, like, you know, hey, what's the, what's the Fed thinking with the five cuts? Mm-hmm. Which, of course, is the actual Goldman thinking what the Fed might do. Five cuts. I mean, you know, they, they can't. They're still paying up for everything. Now, unless you can say, well, listen, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the supermarket. But I think that planes are a part of our travels part of, of, of the CPI, and these things aren't coming in. By the way, they're not coming in for RTX either. No. Can't find enough engineers. Can't. 
Yeah. We're going to talk more about that. You're going to stick around uh, for, uh, for part of the 10 a.m. Oh, uh, man, I'm taking over the 10 a.m. I mean, enough over. already. It's the Kramer Hour, not the Eisenhour. Really? Oh, Eisenhour, what a great president. What? A long time ago. He was also president. He about that. He was president Defense of Columbia Industrial University. Pro- he warned about the That uh, goodbye speech was good, very short. Yeah. He was president of Columbia University, and we didn't know if he was Republican or Democrat. Not unlike Dean Phillips, who's running tomorrow. If he gets 4% then today, uh, if he gets 4%, have you listened to Dean Phillips rallies in New Hampshire at all? Have you? I've actually well, been there, listening to there's them. Some, well, I mean, very I articulate. Know. He is articulate. Very. Uh, I find Kurt Anderson in Atlantic was a very articulate about uh, about Bill Ackman. Well, that may have been the case as well. But Dean Phillips, yeah, he's probably not going to not going to beat Biden. If he gets one percent, it's a big win. You don't understand oh, the way it works. You know, well, I, Biden's you know, not even on the ballot in New Hampshire. They've got to have him written in, but Dean Phillips is. But, of course, the DNC is keeping him Hart. from the ballot in a lot yeah. of other states. I pay, campaigned for Gary Hart in 1984. And the word was, listen, we don't care what number we get. It's a huge win. That was like, you know, at 7 o'clock. It's a huge win, Jim. Well, no, I mean, don't we care about how? No! The results don't matter, you idiot. That's just when I first learned that you never let the facts get in the way of a good story. I, I hear you. Thank All you. Right. Well, we'll keep a close eye on Dean Phillips. Meanwhile, was RTX a win or not? Uh, they beat. I liked it. You know, their guidance for 2024 free cash flow does seem to be ahead. We'll have an opportunity, as Carl said, to speak to Greg Hayes in the 10 o'clock. Uh, okay, come on. Do you want to know the missing thing that you haven't mentioned of why that stock is really up? Why? Because the, the GTF, the engine. Yeah, what Looks about like it? the problems are much less than expected. Not for Spirit Airlines, they're not. Spirit's still in the sky? Yeah, they're still in the sky. Actually, yeah. that stock has, has come back a good amount. Oh, yeah, because they're they, appealing. People, people believe that they're going to win the lawsuit. Um, How can people but go hire a lawyer? No change to the GTF replacement plan. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. People thought it might go up to $4 billion. It turns out to be less. Collins, it's fantastic. The F-35 is doing great. Black box, we don't know. We can't get a handle on it. But I, I will say that this is Greg Hayes' last quarter, and he's going out on a high, not a low. We're going to talk about what United said about the MAX 10 uh, in a little bit, though. We want to turn to China, though, this morning. Reportedly now considering a rescue package backed by some offshore money to help the country's struggling stock market. Jim, we know what the X- FXI has done. We got these reports in the Times about Jack Ma buying some BABA. Yeah, look, this is what happens. These stories are for Americans. There'll be people who come out today who have a lot at stake because China does a huge number of underwritings, usually about one-fifth of underwritings, and they're going to say, this is your chance, you got to buy, and uh, it's going to work. It always works because we're suckers for the PRC. We believe the PRC is all-powerful. I guess we think the PRC is saying, taking them all up. I know that they're dismayed that, that they're uh, down as much as Japan is up. But, David, the, the traditional strategy is to fool America, get them to buy stock, and then slam them in the face, which is not what Joe and Lai did. That's much more of what a Mao might have done had Mao been interested in the stock market. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. All perhaps true. Reports this morning, uh, in case people missed it, uh, have been citing the fact that Chinese authorities are aiming to get, uh, let's call it, well, $278 billion, roughly, uh, you know, with offshore numbers? accounts of Chinese state-owned but, companies to invest in the domestic market. There's a 700 billion whisper number out there. 700 billion. Yeah, that's what's really driving us. Yeah, 700 billion whisper number. Wow. I mean, um, I got the whisper number before I got the real number. We must take powerful and effective measures to stabilize the market and confidence. That's Chinese Premier Li Qiang said during a state council meeting, rolling out measures again to stabilize what has been a very Poor, poorly performing stock they market do it, for futures, some time. individual stocks. What do you think they're going to do? I don't do? know what they're going to do. Jim. Take five percent of 
uh, I don't know, a baba? Get that Shein um, deal going? You know, remember, you buy some It can help Shein? to a certain well, extent, but we talk, we talk often almost every day about the state of, as you see, Jack Ma buying more Alibaba, which has fallen far below its IPO price. But we talk about the state of the Chinese economy. The consumers uh, not doing particularly well. The property sector continues to be a complete mess. There is expectations that housing markets are going to continue to decline and how no. home prices are going to, going to continue to decline for the next couple of years. You've got deflation overall is a real concern there. Uh, and so it goes on and on. You don't think this is the beginning of Keynesian economics where they're finally putting money in people's pockets? Or you just they, every, they have been, many investors have been waiting for that moment that they would take more substantive right. actions to stabilize the economy and or the property sector and or the stock market in some fashion. Well, look, Carl, they have to, uh, they have two really, no, the Sheehan deal's coming. It must work, okay? It just has to. The last 10 IPOs have been for $25 million. That's not acceptable. They need to raise more money here. Uh, and in the end, it, they're calling the bottom based on nothing other than the fact that they're big enough to call the bottom. And uh, it's fatuous, and, and it fools you. And I'm waiting for the analysts to come out today who say this is the bottom. Because they're frauds and charlatans, but they have, to, they have to play the game. Well, B of A held a China capitulation phone call last night, according to their desk well, note yesterday. timing. Uh, just after, because so many names were limited down uh, right. in China last session. Well, look, the Chinese have done this before. The Chinese actually, I remember when uh, President Xi was a chartist. He came in at the exact right level. He had a double bottom. He thought it was a cup and handle, and he got it right. And it turned out, David, that the, the he's looking at the AD line, and he's looking at the RSI, and he nailed it. He did. Every one of those he nailed last time he came in. He had the RSI. He had the AD line. It was rather more. He had everything but the Bollinger Bands. Speaking of charts, we're going to talk about Bitcoin and what you've been saying. Oh, I got a little on that one. Yes. Really? Mm. <laughs> How much do you think they did to last night? I don't know. On the ETF, you mean? I don't know. You know they took it. They doubled the amount, betting that the, the numbers would come in. And the numbers are so bad that people... No it's one's a buying. tease. It's a tease. you yeah. got to do it next right. so they stay tuned. Right. Tease, the I results got... might surprise you. Yes. Jeez, I'm the pebble. I'm the pebble. I don't even know what that means. We got The Rock coming. Oh, The Rock. Yes, we do. Dwayne Johnson is going to join us live at Post 9 as he joins the board of TKO to help shape the future of WWE and the UFC. As we said, trying to get some traction on futures. We'll get to names like J&J, Verizon, Lockheed, Horton, Packard in a moment. Electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. 
Let's get to some of the other big earnings movers today. Verizon rallying in the pre-market, earnings in line with estimates. Uh, it's the postpaid ads, uh, David, that uh, really impressed. Yeah, uh, postpaid ads. And one other thing I think is worth taking a look at as well, but you're right. Listen, relatively strong results, and on that they did beat on subs in terms of, again, postpaid additions to their wireless subscribers. Pretty solid guidance. Um, what else can we tell you? Business phone subs continue to grow at a solid pace. You can see the stock is reacting positively. But what caught my eye is something we've been watching for some time, and there you see it. Fixed wireless as a competitor to broadband to the home. Ooh. Take a look at that number in the quarter. 375,000 net ads in one quarter for that was Verizon. Impressive. And remember, we've been focused in the past on T-Mobile, which has been uh, active in this area in terms of providing fixed wireless access to it to subscribers to replace their at-home broadband. They've got over 3 million now. Uh, they want to get up to as much as, what, 5 million, and they're ahead of schedule in terms of doing that at Verizon. And then you can see the postpaid phone net ads of 449,000, which was also strong. Keep an eye on our uh, parent company stock and charter because there is definitely competition going on here. Now, we've made the point in the past, as has Mike Sievert at T-Mobile, that you know ultimately their capacity constrained, it would seem, in terms of providing fixed wireless broadly because you want to actually use your towers and your capacity to provide wireless service to customers. It's more profitable. And so if you fill up with wireless customers, you can't provide the same speeds for fixed wireless. But right now, Jim, that's a big number. Uh, you know, it's just as good as that big number. David, do you know that they've bumped prices multiple times in the past 12 months? Remember how we used to see prices go down? Yeah. Multiple times up. Not only is that dividend safe, it can go higher. And uh, I want to apologize on Verizon. I didn't think they, they had this pricing power or this many additions. Uh, I'm impressed. Apologize only in the sense that I've said, look, I don't know what these guys can really do. Well, I see now what they can do. And it is darn impressive. Um, pricing yeah. power? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, we'll keep an eye on shares of AT&T as well, which uh, has been pretty competitive on its own. You know what I call Verizon? Um, and don't forget, Charter through Spectrum, Comcast, our parent yeah. company, also very active now in wireless. Right. As you sort of see some convergence, right? You got the phone guys offering broadband into the home via fixed wireless. Oh. We have uh, to watch. And you this. got the cable guys offering wireless, so maybe I, they should all just I get think together. Verizon may be the rock of telco. You think so? Yeah, I do. It's really? the rock. Yeah. I, look, I'm shocked. I've been, hey, listen, Verizon's been into me. Put up a 20-year Verizon, all right? You know, enough. Put up a 20-year Verizon. I care about the next 20 minutes. I care about 20 minutes. I don't know what you were thinking about. 20 this years of nonsense. Right, 20 well, years I, of I may use the word that Jamie Dimon used. Oh. Right. Yeah. Oh, that word, yes. Yeah. Well, CFO now is saying that there might be some pressure on churn this quarter. We'll see. Well, well it's churn, churn was put more than one. Uh, still to come. they're not giving away the vision pro like I want. <laughs> as you. Jim said. Years, okay, whoop de do. About great. The Rock. Uh, Dwayne Johnson joining the board of uh, TKO. He'll join us live at Post 9 to discuss the move along with Ari Emanuel in a CNBC exclusive. Take a look at the pre-market on this Tuesday. We'll get the opening bell in under 10 minutes. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. 
For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big-picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Guys, uh, look who's in the building. Uh, this is uh, Dwayne Johnson Jane right there. John- Are you Emmanuel? Is that Dwayne Johnson? Holy cow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> We're going to talk to them in a moment. A big interview you don't want to miss. Dwayne Johnson and TKO's chief, Ari Emanuel, as they ring the opening bell. Talk about this board structure. Don't go anywhere. All right, let's get to a mad dash and we'll uh, have an opening bell less keep, than three minutes from now. What are you thinking? I keep waiting for the clean quarter from Mike Roman. We finally got it. Mike Roman, the CEO of 3M. Exactly. But then we got a downbeat forecast. Ooh. Yeah. And so many divisions, organic sales growth for safety and industrial, flat to low single digit. I didn't want that. Uh, healthcare, organic sales growth, flat to they're spinning off the low single digit. But, David, some of the things, the auto bill, slightly negative. Consumer, not that strong. Uh, it frankly is something that people are let down by. And I think they're being a little harsh. I don't think it should be down as much as it is. They're putting behind combat arms, putting behind forever chemicals. I think people regret that they sell this thing if they sell it under 100. Okay? You do. Yeah, you I mentioned do. obviously the litigation that has really colored a lot of uh, people's opinions on the stock for quite some time, whether it's PFAS and the groundwater pollution and or combat but arms. But combat arms hearing. is going to be behind them. And right. I think that matters because it's veterans and the Terrible thing. They, well, they've said it, they, right, they've settled on all those fronts conceivably. Right. right. So I just say, look, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not pushing. I'm just saying that this was a good quarter. The outlook wasn't that strong. The, the healthcare spin. But Mike Roman is getting his arms around the problems that he inherited, and that's really kind of where I come down. Okay. Okay. Uh, he will be joining us in the ten o'clock hour. You have him? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I get Greg Hayes. You got Mike Roman. Yeah, we got Mike Roman. Why am I there not on the 10 o'clock? You are on the 10 o'clock. Oh, okay. Remember? You're I'll taking over around. the hour, the eyes yeah, and hour. You're taking the over the eyes and hour. Yeah. I've got three things I want to talk about right now. Three things? Yeah. Okay. No, that's from the eyes and hour. Oh. Oh, you mean the top of the show? General eyes and hour. We'll still have the yeah. top of the yeah. show. Yeah, okay. With Sarah's okay. three yeah. things or four. You're Omar Bradley. You never matter. Uh, Jim, whether it's P&G Revenue Light, the 3M Guide, oh, no, the P- GE Guide, are, are, are industrials cooling off or not? Well, no, they haven't. They have a. There's an inflation problem with GE. Uh, Proctor is a beauty problem. 3M is a consumer problem. I, I am detailing a lot of problems, and I'm not denying that. Proctor's the one that was set up to do Bailey, uh, and it did a little better than expected. Don't forget Starbucks. My travel trust knows it. That's supposed to be just awful. Awful. Let's get the opening bell and the CNBC real-time exchange at the big board. It is TKO, Ari Emanuel, members of the board. We'll talk to him and new board member Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
in a few moments at the NASDAQ. It is venture capital firm, GGB Capital US. Jim, we haven't yet mentioned Dow 38K or the notion, Edgar Denny again today, that transports he thinks will ratify in some Dow theory. Well, I'd like, I'd like, JP Hunt was good. I'd like to see CSX tomorrow. I would like to see Union Pacific the next day. I think Norfolk Southern the next day. Those all, all matter, but my instincts and sources tell me they will confirm too, and Ed is going to be very right. United's going to help today uh, oh, on I these results. Yeah. Despite Kirby. Kirby on Squawk saying we're going to have to plan for a scenario without the 10. I thought it was interesting that I didn't hear Kirby say anything good and the stock went up. I was like, amazing. Now nothing's good. All right, we'll take it up too. The only thing that I thought that was good was he said business travel is coming back, and that does matter. Maybe that was the key. It, by the way, Kirby handles himself so well. Uh, that even when he was slacking Boeing, he seemed like a gentleman. I would never have played it the Mother Teresa way he went. Mm. He was amazing. It, all within the confines of saying, what a, bu- what a bunch of idiots. Yeah, he did say he was uh, disappointed. Take a listen to what Kirby told the guys on Squawk. We're Boeing's biggest customer in the world. They're our biggest partner in the world. We need Boeing to succeed. And I have a, a lot of confidence in the people of Boeing. There's great mechanics, great engineers, great storied history. But they've been having these consistent manufacturing challenges, and they need to take action to get it. That's the point to Dave and to anyone, is it needs to be real action. Yeah, see, that's like, I really have tremendous faith in the people in China. But the people who run China, they are really a bunch of, bunch of mouth bonds. And that's what he did, and he does it in such a way. It's like, I have real faith in the players that work for the Eagles, but it's really the management. Well, no, I mean, it's like this, really. They don't know how to do it. And maybe they need a change. But he did not call for that. No, but that was fairly strong. You got his point very strong. I don't no, I don't I, think that he was mincing words. There. He said they got to get it together when it comes to manufacturing. He didn't name names. He didn't say that there needs to be a change at the top. He just said they got to do a That's better not job. His more place. Focused. That is not his place. Well, it would have been your place if you were running it. It's your place. Oh, it's definitely my place. Yes, we leave that to you, Jim. Well, I mean, look, so are you I, calling I'm for a change at the top of Boeing? I would have dumped Can a I put box you on the spot of popcorn now? on his head. Can we make a headline? You you think it's time? I would. No, because everyone expects me to say something like that. It's not even news. See, you won't even do it. The only time I've I mean, made news this year is because I asked Clark Hunt about Taylor Swift, and I made news. <laughs> so I'm going to ask uh, Rock about Taylor Swift. I mean, Dwayne. Well, United is leading the S&P, American and Delta not too far behind, maybe on his comments about business travel taking a, quote, step up. I thought that was interesting because David has been convinced that the business traveler may not come back because of work from home. And I think that you were probably pleasantly surprised that maybe business people are getting on planes again doing things. They are. Business travel has come back a good amount. People are, are, you know, again, it's you do question whether it can ever come back to the levels that we saw in 2019. But certainly, people are traveling for business. Again. Yes, and that matters because uh, no they doubt. sit up front. You know how the fat cats sit up front, unlike those of us who have to sit in the back? All right, um, so maybe I don't, I'm not back there, but still, you get the point. Guys, I, you know, I, I did want to come back to ADM because it was a huge story yesterday. The stock was down so sharply on uh, uh, the CFO being placed on administrative leave. A little bit of follow-up for me, not too much, but just a couple of things. You know, obviously, some question, well, how, this voluntary request of documents from the SEC, why? We don't know. I still don't know. Was it a whistleblower? Might have been. Company doesn't know. They're not told. 
They do a lot more data mining, I'm told, at the SEC now. You can data mine the Edgar database, for example. Um, you know, does that result in more document requests from the SEC? Whatever it was, obviously, it did bring about this request, this uh, administrative leave. Um, of course, it is intersegment transactions, and I think uh, Archer Daniels would be happy to let people know that, uh, you know, it's not changing oh, net. Oh, so the revs aren't going to change. Right. All right, right. That's, the that The numbers matters. may not change. And then finally, the only other thing I have is there is a hope that they'll get this thing done by the time, let's call it the end of February, when they have to file, when they're expected to file their 10K. And then the SEC just comes after them for months and months. Then they I issue mean, again, a release, we really which don't. says that these guys are bad guys. And then and they issue a corrective release really a few days later. Much. But you can see the damage that was done yesterday. It was pretty extraordinary. Uh, based on really what was a press release with not much information. I think no. se second worst day since the early 70s, Jeez. as I recall. I, I noticed, by the way, I, I had uh, George Kurtz on from CrowdStrike. He was commenting on the fact that Microsoft issued a release after 5 o'clock that they had just a few lines about a very bad hack. On their employees, right? Yeah, and also senior management. And he just thought that it was a, a kind of thing that he didn't expect that a major company like Microsoft would relate till after five when people are chiefly going home and issuing this thing about the hack, which influenced the highest level, a Russian hack that, by the way, CrowdStrike's been stopping for its customers. Uh, Jim Horton, people are looking past the, the guidance tweak higher and focusing on the miss. Uh, orders up 35. Um, nice note out of City about how mortgage apps are inflecting positive. Yeah, I, I thought that this is one where it got up because of Lenar and Toll Brothers. And not every line was right. Uh, I think you got to give it a day or two, and then you can come back and buy it. Because it was 282 versus 289. The order miss, earnings miss, net income decrease, backlog down. Uh, you know, that goes down, down 11 percent. But the orders, as you say, is up 35. People are looking for 40. Uh, my problem with selling a home builder is if rates are going down, you don't want to sell. Um, Jim, uh, one name we haven't gotten to, I don't think, is J&J. Oh, I, yeah, and I'm ready for you. What do you need? Uh, I just want to know what your thoughts are about the quarter. The stock is down a little over 2 percent right now. OK, medical device was very, very good. Uh, pharma was very good. Uh, we still don't have an answer uh, to talc. Right, the litigation related to the, uh, to the into, accusations that talc is uh, yeah. is our carcinogen, essentially, I, some of us or wanted, that it included right. carcinogens. Some of us were hoping that there'd be an image of a of a settlement. Instead, it's going to Texas. Uh, that's what's hurting the stock, and I know that they don't want to hear me necessarily say that. But I love J and J, but I gotta. I did compare J and J to the Eagles. I just don't know what happened after the sixth game of J and J. So you stay away. Until we get a resolution of talc, yes. Okay. Because I fear the plaintiff's bar. The plaintiff's bar will come after me if I say anything negative. There's only one guy in the world the plaintiff's bar would not mess with, <laughs> and that man is Dwayne Johnson. If the plaintiff's bar comes after him, he'll come right back. And believe me, they will live, they will rue the day they took on Dwayne Johnson. Oh, holy cow! I'm sorry, I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> Uh, Jim, while they get mic'd up, um, really quick on Bitcoin, you've been telling us the charts were prepping us for a drop, now below 39K. Um, this is going to be coming off 20% down after well, the post-ETF highs. They'll try to make a stand here. The problem is, is that the value of Bitcoin went up more than $400 billion in anticipation that there'd be a huge amount of money in. But net, the actual money's like about a billion. Very, very disappointing. And that's why it's going down. It's falling under its own weight. 
uh, I call it uh, number down because there was a great book called Number Up. But I do think that there's just no way this thing can sustain this level. So, so, a lot of my work is by Larry Williams, not mine. Yes. And other charters who say support at 36, you buy that or not? Well, you could be, you can support things for a couple of days. You know, maybe until, I'd say it might support until Detroit beats the Niners. It's about a good Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, because Debo's not 100%. Yeah. How about the ratings on Texans uh, Ravens? Thirty, almost thirty-two million. Well, I mean, best look, ES, best you, Monday Night Football ever. Stroud is just an amazing story. I think Lamar's incredible. Ernie DeCosta, this G, the GM of the Baltimore Ravens, is about as great as it can get. He's unheralded because he's not a self-promoter. But I love the guy. Uh, brilliant. Beats the prior record for MNF, which was the uh, prior game was. Uh, the Bucks Cowboys well, just, wait just days see. earlier. Yeah, just wait till we see. I think this Chiefs Ravens game is going to be monumental because you got two the two best quarterbacks. It's going to be fantastic. Are we ready to get going here? These Shoot. guys seem to be ready. All right, can we do it? I don't want to sit there with. Cool. We love with, watching the <laughs> We just thought we'd bring you guys on to watch us. <laughs> he, doesn't remember, he doesn't remember me, but I met him. He doesn't remember me, but I met him. And the guy knows more about the stock market than anybody I've met who is a celebrity. All right. Well, let's, I, uh, I let's introduce it. our guests here at Post 9. Uh, they rang the bell. You may have seen that just a moment ago, of course. Uh, and this uh, on news that Netflix will become the home of uh, WWE's Raw next year. Also adding two new directors to its board, one of them sitting here joining us now in a CNBC exclusive is Ari Emanuel, he's the CEO of TKO and of course of Endeavor as well, and Dwayne Johnson, actor, producer, entrepreneur, and newly appointed director at TKO. Gentlemen, thank you both thank for you. being Good here. Morning. It's great thank to you. see you and see you in person, Good to see uh, you. Dwayne as well. All right, let me start with uh, the, the news this morning that from the stock market perspective has captured people's imagination, which is the raw deal. Right. Um, with Netflix, just give us some of the, uh, the the numbers behind this. The filing said over five billion over ten years. Correct. A lot of debate amongst investors. How much that's a multiple to your current deal? What can you tell them right now in terms of? From monetary perspective, how right. significant this is and how much of an improvement it is over the previous deal. Well, all I say is that we are in line with the market's expectations of where our step up would be. And the only other thing I would say is it's Netflix. They're the global leader, they're the best person, best company with regard to sports entertainment, um, whether they've done it with Formula One, whether they've done it with Tour de France. And this is kind of the next iteration as they go to live and moving into live. Are they going to move more strongly into live? Is this another sign of that? You'll ask them post-close. We will, but you have a sense of that. You just negotiated with them. I I think that this is an important step for them in their AVOD service and in their subscription service. So I think live is important for them, yes. Now, you said this was in line with expectations, but clearly not. I mean, the stock's up 23%. I think it. I think. I think the word Netflix is actually very important for this, and you know, a ten-year deal with Raw, it's a big deal. Uh, and they get a lot as well outside the U.S. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, they get the PLEs. Uh, they get SmackDown. They're the global leader in uh, SVOD. So uh, for us, it kind of just strengthens the brand. Um, on a global basis with that relationship. So, so you have Peacock domestically for the WWE Network. Correct. That goes until March of 26. You've got UFC still, ESPN domestically through the end of 25. Correct. And now you got this deal done as well. Yeah. And you got SmackDown, that was done also. We, we did SmackDown, we moved it from Fox to NBC. Right. To 
Okay. Right? And then we moved also NXT to, uh, uh, to uh, um, CW. Okay. So you're done for now? Never. Just, just for a moment. <laughs> As your new board member says, yeah. He's putting the strains on me, but it's understandable. We got to do a lot of, we got to integrate a lot of stuff, um, as we've said, and do all the kind of, uh, we've done that on, on our uh, marketing side, on our sponsorship side. So, yeah, we, we still got a lot of work to do. Dwayne, congratulations on the board seat. Thanks, you Bob. talked a lot about what a testament it is to your dad and your grandfather. Right. What, what is that? I mean, it's unprecedented what, what you've done from becoming an athlete performer to this. Thank you. It, it, it has been unprecedented. And I think this move uh, for us, for those who don't know, Ari certainly knows this. My grandfather wrestled in the WWE back when it was a WWF here in New York. My dad wrestled, and then here I come along. And I like to say that my grandfather, my dad, they never would have thought that something like this would happen. In that, I was able to sit at this table now, and that is a table that they helped build. So I do want to take a moment just to acknowledge this guy. There's no CEO in the world like this guy. We've known each other for 20 years. We've done a lot of big business together. And um, and this is why you're seeing, the. you know, I think the these game-changing deals that he's making as a reflection, I think, of who he is. And uh, when it comes That's to Netflix, so uh, absolutely. When it comes to Netflix, I'm excited about it too, 52 weeks live. That's a lot of rock raising the eyebrow every week for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited. Well, Dwayne, I got to, again, congratulations on all your success. Thank you, Jim. Uh, you wrote, you gave me a book years ago, by yes, the way. Yes, I did. I, I appreciate that. I well, because that. You signed it to me. Thank well, you. Well, you are a, a fabulous business person, and you know many great things, including the stock market. I find that this uh, spring football is a fabulous thing, because as you say, these are guys who play for dinner. We have too many players out on the field who don't play for dinner. And when it, when it gets time, they say for who, for what, when they don't have to tackle, they walk away. You are seeing some tremendous success. Players going from there to the big leagues. So yes. I want to know, what's the percentage? Are these guys who otherwise might just be doing absolutely nothing because they're thrown away after they get cut? This is a way for these young young men to have a second career. That's right, Jim. It's a, it's a great opportunity for these players. I always like to say, as you guys know, there's 53 men in an NFL roster. I was always number 54. DJ, you're good, but if you had a little bit more time and experience, you might make it, but this is where your dream ends. Well, then in comes the XFL, in comes the USFL, then we wind up merging to make the UFL, creating these opportunities for these players. And you know what's interesting? What we have found, Nari knows this as he's come to these games, you find that these guys, when they lace up their, uh, they lace up their cleats, put the helmet on, they put their hands in the dirt, they're... The, the reason why they play and the reason why they leave it all on the field just becomes a different thing. They may not be making the 40, 50, 100 million dollar deals, but like you said, they're playing, they're playing for their families, they're playing to eat, and it's a different kind of hunger. And that's why I love watching them. And Thank I you. always root for certain guys. I would like to, I like daily fantasy, so I can put, you know, with, with DraftKings, so I can bet on who's going to do well, because I like to do that during uh, during the proceeds. And I also want to compliment you. I, I owned a bar, Bar San Miguel. I had to give it up because my wife created a mezcal company. Terramata was yes. the first company that actually treated me like an important person. You know, a small bar in Mexico, a Mexican restaurant. And I don't know whether these people, you've instructed them to treat small business people equal to large business people, but you, you were graceful and gracious. And so you've instructed people, and that's winning. 
Well, it's very important. Thank you for saying that. It's very important. It's just like how we run our businesses. It's a business is a reflection of its founders. And in this case with Terramana, uh, we wanted to build a tequila company that hopefully would make some impact. We wound up shattering all records in the tequila business space in that category, which has been wonderful, but also do it with some humility and do it with the second part of the word Terramana, which is mana. And that spirit that comes from in here. So thank you for acknowledging sure. that. I appreciate a- it. Carl. They're uh, all fired, by the way. The ones that <laughs> no, I had a cutout, a life-size cutout of you in front, and I crushed it. And you know who you crushed? Who's that? Clooney. <laughs> I think he did okay, too. He did okay, too, yes. You know, part of this deal is you taking full ownership of your name. Yes. And I'm just curious what that actually means. Being the rock, by the way, the rock name, so to speak. What does that allow for? What, what does that mean? Well, there's the business side of that, as we know. There's the economics and the math side of that. But also, it goes much deeper than right. that. And, and this idea, the name of the rock, for me, I owe that name everything. Without that name, there would be no... A wrestling career that would be no Hollywood career but also that name was a derivative name of my dad Rocky Johnson who was one of who was the first black tag team champions in WWE trailblazer paved the way man of color for a kid like me to be embraced in a bigger way when I came along and <clears throat> so this this is one of the reasons why this deal is so unprecedented the one that I was able to do and cut with Ari here And again, I want to acknowledge Ari and give him his flowers because at the end of the day, he had a million reasons to say no, but he found the reason to say yes. And the reason why is because he understood, uh, as he told me face to face, this is your name and it comes from your family and that's important to me. So family is very important to us and the name The Rock, this is why it becomes invaluable. So the the street valuation of the name The Rock, uh, you know, is, uh, it's got some heft behind it, but more importantly than that, it's just, it's something that I earned, I built, and I own so much to that wild lunatic called The Rock. That, by the way, <laughs> we, I told him this last night, the greatest benefit of now completely owning the name The Rock, no gimmicks, no BS, across the board, full ownership, is the name The Rock, years ago, really allowed me to be me. Right. And that's very special. Thank yeah. you. Um, the softer yeah. side of Ari Emanuel. He yeah. is. I know. <laughs> believe me. Sorry, the world is watching. <laughs> Back to the Netflix deal for a second. Again, just to get your perspective. I mean, linear TV. We talk about it all the day. Sadly, we're one of them right here. Although we, we do great. But what does a deal like this mean for that? Uh, well, well you know. we just saw two weekends ago on Peacock how big football played. 27 million people sign it. I don't think linear is going away. I don't think cable is going away. But there is a push to streaming. You know, on, on this deal, I, I, we, we did that early on with the UFC on ESPN and Plus. Um, from our perspective, this is the next iteration of where this sport has to go. We have a linear play with SmackDown and with NXT. This is the streaming play. And so for us, you know, it was the next step. It's a great deal for um, for Netflix, in our opinion. You know, they get uh, 150 hours of programming, right? Over five billion dollars. It's like two two and a half movies for 150. Right. And for us, it's the global player in streaming. Um, so it's a great deal. Let me follow up with you as well before we get back to uh, to the Rock. You know, Ari, obviously, uh, Silver Lake is trying to take Endeavor private, or at least has said they're making efforts towards it. Is there anything you can tell us at this point in terms of those efforts? There are some investors who believe this is taking a bit longer than they might have anticipated. 
maybe they're having a harder time or just taking a while to raise the equity. Where do things stand in terms of that effort I'm by your really, largest shareholder at Endeavor? I'm really ashamed of you. It only took you 10 minutes to I ask was that being, question. I, I was, thought it was going to be the first question. Yeah. But as you know, I can't say anything. No. <laughs> no. Not a so, thing. Nice as, up, as a, no, I can't say anything. Not right even now. one little Not thing? Not one little thing. How about you? Don't you want to say anything? <laughs> so, no, I can't say anything. I'm curious on the distribution part. I think the last time we had you on was during the strike. Yes. And you were trying to get people to the table together. It's amazing what the business has gone through in a year. Does Netflix, the, the, the what, what's happened in the playoffs with sports, has it changed your priorities when it comes to distribution? Um, in, in what way? And, oh, for instance, you're working on Smashing Machine, right? You've yes. got some May 24 stuff going. Does it? Do you? Is your calculus different now about where you'd want to see it placed in the distribution chain? Does his agent uh, talk? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, yes. I, you know, you have your finger on the pulse. You like to try to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening as you look around. Things are happening so quickly and so rapidly. And uh, it, it's constantly evolving and it's constantly forcing us to figure out where is the best home for the particular project. You know, I would say to you, there are movies that are supposed to be theatrically released, and then there are movies that are supposed to be streaming. And that is the conversation we have, and we have with all of our clients, but on the, on the representation side, all the time. Does it have theatricality that it can go to the theaters, or is this best served um, in streaming? And that's just a process that you go through all the time. It's the same thing. Are you going to sell this to a linear player or are you going to sell this to a streamer but is it in, about, the, in the television business? Is it about IMAXification? Is it about sort of scale and grandeur, Oppenheimer, or is there something else in that mix? No, it's just like what you think is a theatrical movie that has the, the reach of that, um, of that product. Yes, and that the, the audiences can enjoy it yeah. in the theater, but also does it have the ability to draw butts in the seats? And what we're finding is, you know, you have a movie like Oppenheimer, which you just mentioned, which completely, uh, you know, took over all the Oscar nods this morning. Congratulations, Emily Blunt and everybody there. But also, you know, that was a movie, if you think on paper, this is going to be a tough sell. It feels like it's going to be a tough one. I don't know how big of a bet we're going to put on this one. And then all of a sudden it does a billion dollars and it's sweeping the Oscars. And it was an incredible experience in theaters with Christopher Nolan leading the charge. So yeah. you never know. That's how unpredictable things could be. I'm not sure about that. In what way? Because when you're in it, I watch you. I think you're, back, you're the most bankable person I watch. And if I knew that Disney had done a 10-movie a deal with you, that stock goes to 120. That's what Disney lacks. They lack that family fun that you bring. And I am, yes, I am flattering you because my Thank wife you, says that Dwayne is on and we watch it. And I end up watching it even when I didn't think I should. Why? Because you are Jim, the family fun guy. Jim, I will say the following. He's doing Smashing Machine, right? And guess what? We're in conversations for a couple of situations at, at, Disney. <laughs> at, at, at Disney. Well, I want yeah. Disney stock. My Chapel Trust owns it. If I, It goes to 110, not because of Nelson Peltz, but because of Dwayne. Because you represent a, something about our country that everybody wants to win. And you win in a way, look, it's not like a shoot 'em up. Like, I, you know, there's a lot sure. of things that I can't watch with my kids and my sure. wife. When you're on, everybody watches. I want to compliment you because that doesn't happen. I know you must demand that it cannot be just you're not going to be in Scarface 2. <laughs> not Scarface 2, no. Uh, but thank you for that. I, I really appreciate that. I, I'm in a great position where we can, in many ways, call the shots. 
but also what a responsibility it is for us. If people are going to pay their hard-earned dollars to get to theaters, you want to send them yes. home happy. And that is truly the bottom line. Send them home happy. Another responsibility is being a fiduciary on a public board. Is it your first time on a public board? First time, yes. So you know you have to hold him accountable, right? I, I do, yes, <laughs> I have been. So are you ready for it? I've been holding him accountable for 20 years. <laughs> this is why we've been succeeding. He's been holding me accountable, yes. Uh, any expectations in terms of serving on a public company board, given it is a new experience for you? Um, I, I'm excited, uh, you know, and I'm always looking to grow. I, I like to say that I'm a builder of things and I enjoy building. Uh, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But with something like this, uh, everything that I do do and everything that I do touch, there is usually not usually, there 100% is uh, a deeper meaning to it. So joining this board, I have been asked to join other boards in the past. Yep. Joining this board was unique and different and special in that, again, I'm sitting at a board that my grandfather and my dad helped build and also helped building a company and growing it globally with a global footprint with a guy who I love and admire. And yep. I love building with him too You know, as well. the funny thing is the, the family tree that he has, and he said it recently, Wrestling built him. He also built it, and his family built it. That our, that TKO and his family can come together and kind of their branches meet up now. So special. How's that Silver Lake deal going, Ari? God, it's, I, I, I can't believe it. <laughs> Look at the time, <laughs> guys. All right. Thank you so thank much you for very being much. here, Ari. Thank, thank you, gentlemen. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, thank guys. you so much. Thank Bye -bye. you. We are getting some breaking news on Boeing, and for that, we'll get to Phil LeBeau. Morning, Phil. Carl, we have a response from Boeing to the comments of Scott Kirby, CEO of United. This morning, remember, he told us his disappointment because they have so many Maxes on order. They have the Max 9, which is grounded. Now Boeing with a response to Mr. Kirby's comments saying, we have let our airline customers down and are deeply sorry for the significant disruption to them, their employees and their passengers. We are taking action on a comprehensive plan to bring these airplanes safely back to service and improve our quality and delivery performance. We will follow the lead of the FAA and support our customers every step of the way. That is from Stan Deal, CEO of Boeing Commercial Airplanes. We will have more Squawk on the Street right after this. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.